Well, amen. I tell you what, I love that song. Great is thy faithfulness. Man, is God good this morning? Amen. God is so good. And I tell you what, God is so good uh, to our pastor. And uh, I'm excited. I'm, we're praying that he gets to come home on uh, tomorrow. That's what we're praying for. And man, I tell you what, I'm excited to be able to uh, get to see and talk to him face to face again. And I know you as well. Uh, amen. If you found your, uh, got your Bibles, I want you to turn with me to the book of Genesis on this morning. Uh, the book of Genesis chapter number three. Genesis chapter number three. And uh, last Sunday morning we talked about the fruitfulness uh, that should be in our lives. And uh, we talked about trees. And this, um, uh, this morning uh, we're going to go back to the trees, a little bit different angle and uh, we're going to look at it once again, and uh, uh, hopefully it'll be a blessing and an encouragement to you on this morning. We know uh, for a fact that God, our God, can I say that, our God this morning, He is infinite. Yes, he is. And the word infinite means He is self-existing. He's without origin uh, this morning. Number two, He is self-sufficient. He has no needs. God has everything. Number three, uh, God is immutable. And that means He's unchanging over time or unable to change. Just as the Bible says, He's the same yesterday, today, what? Forever. Forever. Amen. Uh, So He's immutable. Uh, Our God is omnipotent. And that's meaning He's uh, having unlimited power. He's able... I love this. He's able to do anything. He's able to heal our pastor. He's able uh, to work in the doctor's hands and uh, do a great uh, miracle and uh, great healing. Our God is omnipotent this morning. Our God is omnipresent. He can be everywhere at the same time. Pretty amazing. And this morning we're going to find out that our God... He's omniscient. He knows everything. He's an all-knowing God. I want you to notice in Genesis chapter number 3, if you found your place, say amen this morning if you found your place. The Bible says in verse number 1, it says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, Hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. Verse number 4, the Bible says, And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open; ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that was good, pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she uh, took of the fruit thereof and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. And the eyes of them both were open, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together 
and made themselves aprons. Verse number 8, And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden of the cool, in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife, notice this, the Bible says Adam and his wife, what? They hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I, had, I heard thy voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked. And I, here we here, see this word again. I hid myself. And let's pray. Your Heavenly Father, Lord, I pray that you'll help me this morning. Pray that you'll be with our dear pastor. Lord, as we pray that he gets to come home tomorrow. Lord, I pray that you'll bless him in a mighty way. To keep uh, healing him. And Lord, on his way to uh, recovery, I pray that you'll help him. And Lord, as we need him here. And uh, Lord, we love to have him amongst uh, uh, us this morning. Lord, I just pray that you'll bless him and his uh, dear wife and family. Lord, I just pray that you'll help me this morning. Lord, as I stand uh, in that place of this pulpit to preach your word. And Lord, to be able to fill some of the shoes, of the big shoes of our pastor, Brother Hoots. And Lord, I pray that I can do a good job. And Lord, I pray that you will bless this morning now. In Jesus' precious holy name do I do pray. Amen. We see this in verse number 8. It says, And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord. I want to ask you a question this morning. Are you hiding from God? Are you hiding from God? We'll uh, come back to this scripture in just a few moments and go through it just a little bit. But I say this morning that uh, it is impossible, uh, it's not impossible uh, to hide from God. Adam and Eve, they hid themselves, the Bible says, they hid themselves. However, I'm going to say this morning, you can hide from Him, but you are truly not hidden. You can act like you're hiding from God. And you can say, well, I'm hiding from God. And that, that statement's true to a certain point. But God sees everything. He sees the tense of the heart, as the Bible says. God sees everything where you're at right now. God knows what your mind is thinking about. He knows what your heart loves. He knows what your life is doing, what uh, fruits that you're bearing. God knows every single thing about each and every one of us this morning. God knew that our pastor needed surgery. He, uh, as the uh, uh, text said, one of the texts said uh, that the doctor said if he hadn't got in there, it was going to be three to four months and he might have died. God knew all those things and God went ahead and took care of our pastor, Brother Hoots, because he is an all-knowing God and he's a loving God this morning. You know, many people think that they're hidden from God, but they're not. 
They remind me of a small child uh, walking, uh, as the parents said, I want you to go, uh, go to your bedroom and you go straight to bed. And that child was still in the living room, still playing. And as the parents walked in, all of a sudden that child, he saw the parents coming in and what did he do? Went like that. And that small little boy, he honestly thought that if he couldn't see the parents, then they must not see him. And that's kind of how we are. We think that if we can close our eyes and, uh, and that God cannot see us, but God can see every single thing about you and I. Uh, you know, we see something here. Some people, they hide from God in their homes. They try to get away from the presence of God. They don't listen to Christian radio or uh, uh, Christian music at all. They don't go to church. Uh, they don't answer the door. Can I hear amen? Some people don't answer the door. Uh, when the saints of God are coming around, you knock on the door and nobody, you can hear them inside. You're like, you're home. But they don't answer the door. They think they're hidden. But you see, God sees that. There was a, a, a young pastor that uh, just took a church and he was wanting to go around and visit all of his uh, people in his church. And he knocked on a certain door and man, he heard everybody in the background. He heard some commotion. He knew somebody was there and he kept on knocking. And finally, there was nobody to answer the door. So he got a little white card out and he wrote upon it. And uh, he uh, wrote that he was there. And he wrote down uh, Revelation chapter uh, 3, verse 20. He said this on the card. He said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. Well, then the following Sunday, that person, they, uh, they went ahead and uh, they put it in the offering plate. Uh, that same card they left on the door and uh, the pastor, he got that card and he knew it was the one he put on that uh, person's door. And it had little parentheses on the bottom and they put down uh, Genesis chapter 3 verse number 10. And uh, he said, I heard thy voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. <laughs> Amen. And there's a lot of people, uh, you will go to the door and yes, that's probably not the best time to answer the door. But God, I'm telling you something, people are hiding. People are hiding all the time. And I don't understand it. You know, sometimes a man is hiding from God. He will send his wife to the door, his children. And they'll answer the door, uh, well, I'm here to come see your dad. Oh, dad's not home. But dad's just right around the door. He thinks he's hiding, but he's not. You might be sitting in church this morning and maybe listening on the internet and since you're not in church uh, where there's no altar into your mind and you think, well, uh, man, I can listen and I don't have to really make any moves. Uh, you know, you're lying to yourself. And the devil's lying to you. You can never hide from God. Some people hide from God in churches. You wonder why there's a lot of mega churches. Yes, there is a lot of liberalism. Yes, there's a lot of uh, things that's going on in churches that shouldn't be. Yes, you're right about that. But a lot of people attend large churches so they can hide in the crowd. 
They do. Some of you this morning might be, you like sitting behind somebody that's kind of tall so you can hide. Yeah, I'm looking at you all about level height right now. And some of y'all hiding. No, y'all ain't hiding. But there's some people that do. They want to sit in the midst of people and behind people where nobody calls on them. No, there's no attention directed toward them. And it seems like the preacher cannot see them. And yes, then they say whether themselves, well, I can't be convicted because nobody can see me. There's a lot of people that love going to churches like that. That's large. So they don't even make an appearance. So nobody notices that they're there. And they think that they're hiding. There's so many people that's hiding this morning from God all across the world. But you know what? Are you hiding from God this morning? And if so, you can hide, but you are not hidden. I'm going to give you a couple, few things this morning and uh, we'll be done. We'll go to the house. Uh, amen. And uh, I'm going to tell you this morning, you, you can hide, but you're not hidden from an all-seeing God. The Bible says in Proverbs, I want you to grab your Bibles this morning, Proverbs chapter number 15, Proverbs chapter number 15, and verses number 3, uh, the Bible says, the eyes of the Lord are in every place. How interesting that is. But it says, the eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. God sees everything that you're doing. Some people think, some Christians think, well, you know, I do all this good. I'm raising my family for the Lord. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm reading my Bible. I'm doing my devotions. I'm giving to God. And I wonder, uh, does God even see me? And I say, yes, He is. Amen. He sees everything that you're doing. He sees everything. Our God. Our God, this morning, He inspects the world. Uh, Second Corinthians, uh, Chronicles chapter 16, verse number 9, the first part, for the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth. Our God, his, he sees, he inspects the world, but also he inspects the woods. And that's where Adam and Eve were found here in Genesis chapter number 3. God, he comes walking like he always did. God come, uh, came in the cool of the day. I want to say to you this morning, I understand some people, they do all their Bible studies at night. I understand maybe some of you read your Bible at night. I'm not against that at all. But you ought to wake up early in the morning. Before you get out that door, before you get your first cup of uh, a coffee, before you go to your job or before you talk to anybody, I've, I've, I've heard it over and over from our pastor, hey, you ought to get up and talk and walk with God and uh, walk with Him in the cool of the day. Well, in, uh, in the, here, uh, uh, in creation, God, He created man and He walked with Adam and Eve in the cool of the day in the garden. But this time, God called Adam, Adam. Where art thou? Did God know where he was? He did. And he looked over and there was Adam and Eve. They were hiding behind the trees. They were hiding from Almighty God. They were hiding from the sustainer of life. They were hiding from Him, uh, the one that made everything. They were hiding. And yet, still yet today, we have people and Christians still hiding from the Savior. They were hiding. He inspects them. He inspects the wicked. 
Hey, if you're here, uh, maybe uh, listening on here, and you're maybe just out in the, this old world, and you think all your wickedness, it, it, uh, nobody will ever find out. Hey, let me tell you something. It will one day. Uh, Job chapter 34, verse 21, For his eyes are upon the ways of man, and he seeth all his goings. They will be the great, uh, the great white throne judgment. Of course, that will be for all the lost. But there will be a beam of seat judgment, the beam of seat of Christ. The judgment seat of Christ, we will stand before God. And can you imagine as we stand before Him, and uh, it ain't about if we're saved or lost, everybody there is going to be saved. And But yet He's going to try our works. He's going to look at our works and they're going to be tried as fire. And can you imagine if we stand there and some of us will be empty-handed and all of our works, and they'll be tried and they'll go up in smoke. What will we have to give to God? Brother Clark, it, it breaks my heart. I, I hope I don't get there that day. And, and all the saints of God and all the martyrs and all the ones, uh, see Peter and John and Luke and all them as they stand up and uh, they're seeing all the Old Testament and all the New Testament uh, people that, man, they served God and they loved Him. And then here comes me at uh, all the convenience of the world as God has blessed me beyond measure. And then Jake Tucker's works are tried and they come up in smoke. And I come up empty-handed. Yet saved as by fire. No, I think that sometimes we need to make sure that we live as Christians knowing that the judgment seat of Christ is around the corner. That's why we strive. That's why we strive for the ministry. That's why we try to do something for God. That's why Paul said it's a race. It's a race to be won. That's why we are trying our best to serve God with our fullest, for God to be pleased with our lives. He inspects. You can hide this morning, but you're not hidden from the light of God's Son. I want you to go to John chapter number 1. John chapter number 1. As we hurry through this this morning, I tell you what, it's so full of different scriptures. Uh, but God, you, uh, I'm telling you this morning, He is omnipresent. He am, is omniscient. He knows everything. He's an all-knowing God. He's omnipotent. He's all those things. But this morning in John chapter number 1, as I turn there in verses number 9. Notice what the Bible says here. The Bible says here in verse number 9, that was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Notice that. John chapter 8, verses number 12. Turn there real quickly. John chapter 8, verse number 12. What does the Bible say here? What does it say? In verse number 12, it says, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. This morning, you can hide, but you're not hidden from God's from the light of God's Son. 
He shines through the darkness. He shines. You think of all the, uh, the old wretched sinners like you and I that's been born again all throughout time. Hey, God, He shined His light uh, into their soul. And I'm so thankful to be standing here today as a Christian, as a child of God. I am saved this morning. Are you saved this morning? Some people, they lack the little darkness. I think some, uh, some people are like bugs. Some Christians are like bugs. They like the darkness. You walk into a house, that, uh, maybe an old house, and you think about buying it, and man, the realtor, uh, they turn on the lights, and all of a sudden you see all these little critters. You're thinking, man, I don't know about this house. I don't know about this house, man. There are roaches everywhere. Then you uh, go into the uh, bedroom, you turn the lights there, and you see something on your, uh, the, uh, the covers of the bed, and you think, man, where'd they go to? And you lift up the mattress, and, oh. But you know, some, uh, some Christians are like bugs. Sometimes the, uh, the things of God, we like the things of the world a little bit better. We're like that sometimes. We're not hiding. God sees that. John 3, verse 20. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light. Neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds shall be reproved. You know, God, He shines through the darkness. Uh, God, He sees through the darkness. And He sees through the dark crevices of our lives. And He sees who we are, how wretched we are. Yes, we might be proud. Yes, we might think, man, we're somebody. But God, He sees who we really are. And the Scriptures, they show who we really are as well. Can you remember when you got saved? and Maybe uh, the person that was preaching the... Maybe the Bible verses that he used. Maybe what was going on in your mind at the time. Can you, uh, can you remember the Holy Spirit of God working on your heart? And you thought, man, I, I just, I don't know. And man, you, maybe he was holding on to the pews and, uh, you wasn't ready to, uh, step out in the aisle, but God's kept on working with you. God kept on convicting you. And finally you've made that first step and you went to the altars and just gave your heart to Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Man, that light shone inside of you and finally man you got born again i'm thankful being born again this morning i'm thankful for the salvation that i have through our dear lord this morning i'm thankful for that he sees through the darkness i'm thankful that he uh, has the night vision and he can see everything through the light or through the dark i'm thankful for that you can hide but you're not hidden from the word of god These blessed old scriptures that we hold in our hand, man, they've been tried and true throughout generation to generation. Can you imagine as uh, uh, Hitler and uh, uh, so many other uh, uh, people that were in leadership uh, throughout history, man, they tried to burn this book. They tried to get this book out of existence. But it's still here today. The holy scriptures of God. They have passed through down through time and it's still here with you and I and we can still hold it up and read it for ourselves and have the scriptures, the holy scriptures of God. In Acts chapter number 9, Acts chapter number 9, we see 
we see some here. We see uh, Paul or Saul. We see here him in verse number four. And he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. What's he saying? What was he saying? He was saying about the pricks. The pricks was a a long uh, stick that had a little piece of sharp iron on the end. And they would prod the oxen. They would prod the one. Maybe when they were plowing, they would prod it right there at the heels. He said, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? It's hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And there's so many people that are kicking against the Word of God and the Holy Spirit of God. You might be sitting here and you think that, man, you're hidden and uh, God is working on your life and all you're doing is kicking against that prick, uh, kicking against the Scriptures and what's been preached in this pulpit, what's been taught in Sunday school, and you're kicking against your parents, you're kicking against the things of God, you're kicking against anything that's holy and good. Won't you just give up? And that hurts. It hurts every time my wife has to whip me. <laughs> it hurts. All you got to do is surrender. All you got to do is surrender. Lord, hear my. Hear my. Don't be kicking against the things of God. Your parents, they're, they're telling you, hey, and you think, man, it's rules, rules, rules. Ah, oh, man, I just, oh, the parent, my parents don't let me do anything. My mom, she just thinks she's always right. Quit kicking against that. I want to say, hey, guys, look at me. There's nobody that loves you uh, more than your parents. God loves you, number one, right? God, He loves you. But your parents, man, they're trying to raise you. And when they're telling you, stay away from the cookie jar, just keep your hands out of the cookie jar. Just obey. Let me have the cookies, okay? You don't eat them, let me have them. One day you'll be grown up. And you'll have the responsibility for a family. And you can train your children, hopefully, like your parents have trained you. Don't be kicking against uh, your parents. Don't be kicking against the Word of God. Don't be kicking against the things of God. Don't be kicking against your Sunday school teachers. Don't be kicking against your pastor. Don't be kicking against the things of good advice, good counsel. Don't be kicking against all those things. Adam, where art thou? Adam! And he's saying here maybe this morning... Where art thou? Johnny? Lucy? Amanda? Where art thou? Where art thou? Some of you are here. Are you involved? Some of you are members of East River Baptist Church. But have you even prayed for your pastor? 
Do you get, uh, when it comes to song service, do you slide your book and do this? Do you do that? When it comes to maybe uh, handshaking time or maybe uh, uh, times you just say, hey, uh, honey, i got to go to the bathroom real quick. You've already been five times. Are you hiding? Got to get involved. Let the Scriptures, man, work in your life. The Scriptures are armor-piercing. And one of the reasons that men hide from the preaching of God's Word is that they know the Bible is more powerful than any other devices upon this earth. Jeremiah 23 says, like a, uh, it's, uh, the Word of God is like a fire. And then he says, it's like a hammer. It breaks the rocks in pieces. In Hebrews chapter 4, it talks about uh, the Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. The Word of God, man, I tell you what, it is very piercing. It's very piercing this morning. Don't hide from it. Don't run from it. You can hide, but you're not hidden from the Holy Ghost of God. I want you to go to Psalms chapter 139. And this is one of the last pieces of Scripture that I'm going to read outside of our text. Psalm chapter 139 and verses number 7. The Bible says, Whither shall I go from thy spirit? Whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I send up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning... And dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea. Even there shall thy hand lead me. God. His Holy Spirit's everywhere. The Holy Spirit of God, it reproves the sinner. It reproves the sinner. It corrects us. Man, it's the comforter. As we was told this morning, uh, the Holy Spirit of God. And the Holy Spirit of God, hey, you wonder why sometimes you get the urge in uh, church, you, uh, your urge to say, Amen. Who is that one? Is that just indigestion or from the, the night before? No, that is the Holy Spirit of God. Amen. It's very easy to say. Amen. Praise the Lord. That is the Holy Spirit of God urging you uh, to, man, when the preacher, Brother Hoots is preaching, and maybe, maybe Dr. Clark is preaching, and man, they say something from the Word of God that is right and true. Say amen! amen. And that, it's so easy. I think about a, a circuit riding preacher. As he was riding through the woods, he trained his horse. This is back in the early days of the circuit riding, and he trained his horse to go when he said, Praise the Lord! Man, that horse would go. It would giddy up and go. But just a, a, a beautiful horse. And he would use the word Amen to make it stop. And that horse, he got on it one day. He was feeling pretty good. And man, he had some meetings to go uh, to. And he had to go through the mountains. And as he went through the mountains, he told his horse, Praise the Lord! And man, that horse started getting up through the woods. He went ahead and he saw a stream. And man, he thought, man, this is a good place to have lunch. And he said, Amen! And that horse, it stopped. 
and he got off his horse and man, uh, he ate there, he watered his horse and he got back on that horse and he said, praise the Lord! And that horse started getting it. He hadn't been on this mountain. <laughs> and the horse uh, started going around the edge of a curve, of a cliff. And that cliff was, edge was coming up and man, he said, ho, ho, ho! And then he remembered, no, 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 amen! And that horse slid right to the edge of that cliff. And he stood there just shaking. And he wiped the sweat off his brow and he said, Praise the Lord! (laughs) You know, it's good to laugh sometimes, isn't it? You know, the Holy Spirit of God, He wants you to smile. He wants you to love church. Church is a beautiful place to be. Every one of you all dressed up this morning to come here. Got your families ready. A lot of you uh, moms, y'all, combed your little girl's hair. Your dad, uh, y'all spit shine your boy's hair. A lot of y'all was probably rushing out the door. How many of y'all rushed out the door this morning? Sundays is sometimes like that. We rush out the door. How come? Because we're going to God's house. And the only thing that we're missing this morning is we're missing our dear pastor. I miss him. Don't you? I miss him. I miss his voice. I'm excited. But you know what? This church, this church is full of love. All because of someone who we're serving, and that is God Almighty. There's nobody in this room, including myself. We can't we can't fool ourselves. We can't hide from him. This morning you just look up, God sees everything about you I ask you this question are you fully surrendered to him does he know that man you love him back do you think about him often do you wonder sometimes what God is doing I wonder about that You know, God is not up in heaven sipping on lemonade, just twiddling his thumbs, riding clouds. God's, he he is thinking about you. He's working on you. And he loves you boys and girls, man, so much. I believe East River Baptist Church has got some of the finest young people that there is on the face of the earth. I believe that. I wouldn't say it. I I believe with all my heart, according to the scriptures, he's got a plan for your life. And even you uh, older adults, God's still got a plan for you. I know we're busy, busy, but God has still got his guiding hand. He sees everything, what we're doing, and God, he sees it, and he helps us out, he blesses us, but God, he is going to reward us one day. 
as we stand at our feet this morning. If you're here and lost and don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, if you're listening online, you say, well, heaven wouldn't be my home when I die. It don't have to be that way. Jesus paid it all. And all you've got to do is come to Him. As He draws you, you come to Him. It's very simple. Have you if uh, ever had about eyes closed this morning? Nobody looking around, nobody peeking. By the slip of the right hand, how many of y'all know you're a child of God that you've been saved? I see all those hands. Ma'am, glory to God. Glory to God. I wonder, I'm not going to have you raise your hand. But if you couldn't raise your hand this morning, how long are you going to keep hiding? How long are you going to keep running from the Scriptures? From what your parents are teaching, what uh, your Sunday school uh, teacher is teaching, what Brother Hoots has been preaching all these many years. When will you finally step out of that aisle and come and get saved. You know what would bless uh, Brother Hoots' heart? He's got a, a new heart right now. But what would bless him is while he's there in the hospital recovering, and bless his heart if one of you may be here today, if you was here and lost, that you'd be saved today. I'm going to bring that invitation as she uh, begins to play If there's a reason for you to come, I'm going to ask Brother Clark to come. I'm going to give him over the service. I just, uh, I want to open that invitation out. Brother Clark, if you come and end this service this uh, this morning, if you're here and lost, please, please get saved. And if you're here hiding from God, know that he's an all-seeing God. He sees you this morning. Brother Clark.